length episode of Girls Interrupting. Wow. Wow. That's Damn, amazing. we're so old. We are. This month, we read the webcomic collection volume one of Check, Please by Ngozi Ukazu. There's a gif, and I'm making the gif right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. She's making it. I'm so excited, you guys. Uh, with me, as always, is Left Wing B. <laughs> That's me. Ty Baker Monica. Yay! And Slick Team Manager Jackie. Whoop, whoop. You are Lardo. <laughs> me, I'm Shelby, and I was definitely not the only gay on my sports team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Softball, notoriously full of gays. Truly so. So before we get started, let's see what's happening from the bullpen. And guys, um, Captain Marvel, higher, further, faster, more. We, it has been a week that this has been marinating with me. And I think, um, so Brie Larson, sorry. <laughs> um, Brie Larson first teased um, that there was going to be some sort of trailer maybe two or three weeks ago and it turned out to be just her like cover shoot with entertainment weekly mm-hmm. so i've been kind of primed waiting for a trailer for a couple weeks and mary woke me up at like 6 a.m the other day she marinated. I- <laughs> Jesus. get out the both of you we're trying to work here jackie i love you so much <laughs> Oh, so good. And I, I literally, literally, I'd watched this trailer and I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. And then went immediately back immediately to sleep. Immediately back to sleep. <laughs> and it that was great, until, babe. <laughs> and it wasn't until later in the day when I started seeing all the gifts that I was like, holy shit, this trailer was probably everything I wanted. I, oh, I had so the same good. reaction. So my first reaction, I watched it on the BART um crowded same, same, same. crowded around um other people other people and they were you know and I, I actually was vaguely disappointed the first time i watched it now i'll explain this before i get lynched um <laughs> because i genuinely for some reason and i think this was just wishful thinking or whatever it was but because the the poster was the higher faster furthermore mm. i legit thought that it would just open in space just like the <laughs> kelly sue comic yeah. and i would get that whole thing and then maybe <laughs> we would get other scenes but that's like what right, i wanted right. and it wasn't there and so i was like oh no okay it's fine <laughs> you know and of course i got over myself watched it a mm. bazillion more times and mm-hmm. i'm now obsessed and ready yeah. and all that stuff but like i had it in my head that we were just gonna get a scene for scene kelly's yeah <laughs> like, the, like, like the first the first yes, issue because yeah. that first issue is so good and yeah. i just it for has some the speech reason, it has the speech yeah. and it. it's like the best thing ever and so i just like I, we still might get it like i'm not yeah. saying it's not gonna be in the movie yeah i just had this like need yeah for well, that it's, it's super weird to me not to sidebar but it's a super weird to me that on the tr- on the poster of her walking through the hangar doors it says higher further faster but not the fourth one like That's for just, the sequel. I guess, but it, as someone who part two who is just called it, more, yeah. I know it's higher, further, faster, more. Yeah, for it not to be on the on the the one sheet, just like I stumble across yeah. it like every fucking time yeah. I see that poster. Anyway, for me, I think it's how, coming. Yeah. How did you experience the trailer? Um. Oh, I got up to get in the shower, and you were in the hallway yeah. grinning like a maniac, going, "Did you see that trailer, yo?" Oh, yeah, I scared the crap out of her. I was just there. I was like, "Ah, hello." <laughs> So I'm, I'm, got I'm, new things. I'm not even away because Dave, fucking Dave, just goes, "Yay, Captain Marvel trailer, no link." <laughs> and then Mary okay, goes, the "Here you go, kids, yeah. a link." And I was like, "I was about to come for David." <laughs> this is the thing about David on Slack that we need to talk to him about. He's constantly saying things without linking to the link, articles David. in which he is talking about the thing. Cite your source. You were just there. 
copy paste <laughs> david uh yeah because like my my sh- my morning ritual is a little different than monica's monica likes what? to have breakfast first no no but- i shower in the night Oh, okay. I thought you did breakfast first. No. Maybe you just go out to the turn your coffee on. I turn the coffee on. on which is so breakfast know. for some of us. I mean, yeah. no, I have to shower first or like I can't. Now listen. that I have to get up so early. <laughs> well, we have free bagels at work. So oh, that's nice. When I, I can't wait that long. It's like two hours. It really is. Forever. But I barely awake. That's fair. Anyway. So I stumble into the shower and I'm like, Rrr. and then I get out of the shower and Monica's already gone. And I'm like, oh shit, Captain Marvel trailer. And then yeah. I watched it and it was everything. Mm. Everything. I, I think I watched it in bed, like, because the link popped, and I was mm-hmm. like, bah! I watched it in bed, grinned through my entire trailer, um, attacked her in the hallway, <laughs> and then watched it, like, three times while I was making breakfast, because I think that was one of the greatest trailers I've ever seen. And it was so hard to, not hard to articulate why it meant so much. No, it but, was. It was difficult to put into words, but, like, how and, much and this, this was is why great. I appreciate the Tumblr culture of yes. breaking things down into a gift because they put into words what I can't, yep. you know. And there's this there's this gift set of 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 a series of events in the trailers where she's knocked down mm-hmm. as a child, yep. as a Air Force trainee, as an adult, mm. um, and then she's getting up. And it's the three gets up in a row that fucking exactly light me up. And it's it's paired with the Kelly Sudaconic quote, yeah. um, obviously who's the, the person who is most associated with Captain Marvel in it, in her current form, and she says, "Well, Captain America gets up because it's the right thing to do," and it, it absolutely is. Absolutely. And no disrespect to Captain America, no. mm-hmm. and she says, "But Captain Marvel gets up because fuck, fuck you. you, yes." And I I just oh, it's it beautiful. says so much about who Carol Danvers is, yeah, and. The entire trailer, she's not smiling. Not and, one And if you time. look at her body language, she her fists are clenched yeah. every fist time. at her sides. And it says so much about being a certain type of woman. In a um, certain field. In a certain field and in a certain environment. And it means so much to see her the way that she is unapologetically. Yes. And it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It is. I, I, the Tumblr gift sets the day the trailer hit. I lived on Tumblr. Yeah. Every I was reblogging every fucking one because it was either all the beautiful colors and the way in which they showed her mm. power, which was mm-hmm. so great, or the knockdown stand up gifts. Or there's a gif where it's just her clenching her fist three times in a row, yeah. and I'm like, this is the most perfect thing. And yeah. I don't think we could have asked for anything better for Kelly Sue and her reinvention of Captain Marvel. Yeah, and, and this movie owes so, so much, much to Kelly Sue the and Jamie McKelvey, of course. Yes, the Mohawk absolutely. helmet was in the fucking I was movie so for a second. About that. We saw oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, though, has been listening to dudes talk about who she's punching on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> the old lady. That's a scroll. And that well, is a scroll. It's obviously, a scroll. It's a scroll. Well, well, it's clearly like or Helen Cobb or something, but like it could be Helen Cobb. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, well, that's what I assumed. I guess actually, um, I just assumed it was a scroll. But I just have not. Um, but I don't tell anyone, and so <laughs> I let all, Helen. No, I just let all the boys just wonder. Yeah. Why is she hitting old women? Like, what's I know. happening? Legitimately, Twitter and, Twitter was like, oh, Captain Marvel hits old ladies. I'm like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Yeah. You're <laughs> dumb. Read a book. Read <laughs> the goddamn comic. Read a book. Um, actually, <laughs> because Carol like spent most guys. of her time with the Kree, and the Kree have a centuries-long war with the Scrolls, yeah. obviously. It's a oh, shape-shifting God. skull. And it, it was such an Well, and it's just like, I mean, I I have had so much fun doing that in <laughs> yeah. my head and not actually doing it because I want them to have the moment in the movie because I'm a right. good person. Yeah. But Oh, Jackie, truly the greatest of us all. 
Um, Perfect. It's interesting. No, it's interesting. Um, the setup of this movie, I think every previous Marvel movie that we've seen, where it's the first time we've seen a hero, you devote a certain amount of time to backstory. Um, <gasps> and, and I mean, one. obviously in this movie, they're also doing the same thing, but they're doing it in such a different way. I'm mm-hmm. excited. The backstory exists, but she can't remember it. So you're approaching it in a different way. And I think right. it's going to become a lot fresher and it's become a lot more interesting to come at it from this perspective of this powered person coming back to earth and being like wait a minute hang on i had a life here yeah exactly i i actually i'm really excited about i think it's a great way to tell an origin film without it being your everyday origin film Mm -hmm. i love that they've explained why she's wearing a green fucking outfit Mm -hmm. i love that this is how we get the red and blue outfit i love that fucking young ass nick fury's in (laughs) it i love my man i know you hate it my man phil colson here with a full head of hair i'm fucking here for it and so many great we things. have to talk for about two and a half hours about the fade. Get some snacks. <laughs> get some, Prepare yourselves. Prepare. The fade in, fade out of a her hero or whatever. Uh, yeah. Holy yeah. fucking shit. That was great. Beautiful. I see that gif on Tumblr mm-hmm. and I get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And if you don't understand why that means so much. I this can't, even, I can't explain it to you. For you. This, yeah. What are you doing here? Don't listen to us anymore. I do. You're gonna hate it. Um, mm-hmm. If we want to to move slightly away from the trailer, I say I want. How dare? Oh, I wanted to talk about Shelby mentioned earlier. They got snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby mentioned earlier about how um, she in the trailer is unapologetic mm. and unsmiling. Oh my god! And I, I love Nightmare Escape. Stop it! I love how. Brie Larson apparently got lost her shit. She got she fed fucking, up with people telling her that shade. Captain Marvel what's could like, smile. What's like the hardcore version of shade? Like, like, like not sunlight. Like, yeah, <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> but yeah, so she photoshopped. She went uh, ham on her Instagram. She, she photoshopped posters from Doctor Strange, Captain America two, and Iron Man three of them with the same, the same creepy smile, creepy fucking smile. Because all the boys were like, "Oh, why doesn't she smile more?" And so then she <laughs> put this weird ass smile on these three posters of men being serious yeah. and saving the world, yeah. and it was unfucking settling. <laughs> It changes the entire feel of those films. And yeah. as someone who has watched them dozens of mm-hmm. times, I did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> and but it, I get where she's coming from. I and I appreciated her. the yeah. joke. It means so much to me that Brie Larson is playing this role. Yes. Because, I mean, I think we all had our ideas of maybe who Captain Marvel would be mm-hmm. um, played I mean, by. legit, no joke. I was a little disappointed. But then seeing how much work she's put into it and her Instagram post when she first got cast of her on a couch reading Kelly yeah. Sue Captain Marvel yeah. number one. I was like, never mind. I'm in. No. And she's putting in the work and she's such a good advocate for women. Mm-hmm. Period. But she's an amazing actress. And too, she's so also an amazing excited. actress. Like yeah. the pedigree of like of um, what she puts in and like, you know, I I've, pictured someone a little bit like mm, like tougher looking than sure. her. Sure. I think that's usually my thing is that Hollywood tends to cast women who are more willowy and graceful. And I like Carol's a, like almost six feet tall and she built like a house. Yeah, I want somebody with broader shoulders. Mm. I want somebody who's a little beefier. You know, I, I talked about the same thing when they cast Ruby Rose for Batwoman. Right. Or it's, Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman. Yeah. And that, and that fucking proved us wrong. Yeah. Yeah. She was 100% perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I th- I'm I mean, this trailer sold me on Brie yeah. Larson. So, oh, she's, I mean, she looks amazing. I, she looks, she's not she a kid for women in, in, in her mm-hmm. time, in her free time, you know? I mean, she. But I also think that, like, we, you know, that's 
part of my internalized misogyny mm. is that like she can't be tough unless she looks like a fucking Amazon. Right. Exactly. Right. Like unless she's Agreed. like six right. feet tall yeah. and broad, she's not yeah, actually. It's yeah. The, yeah. The broad shoulders are assumption, but yeah. you can be built like a willowy woman and still carry the power of the universe. Exactly. Inside you. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And so that's where it's like, okay, yeah, I need to take a step back and be like, mm, that's yeah. not right. Yeah. Well, and it's perfect casting. Once again, the, whoever is casting these fucking Marvel films is like goddamn nailing it. Mm. A couple missteps that we're gonna hand wave, and it's fine. I'm looking at you, Benedict. Um, oh, which actually turned out okay. He turned out fine. I here's understand. Here's the thing about Benedict Cumberbatch is I think I have a lot of negativity towards him because of the fandom that he's inspired. Yeah, but that's not his. It's fault. not his fault. It's, it's not his fault. Also, that character, not his fault. That's all Stephen Moffat's fault. And he was and really, really cute. He's with such a cutie with Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He was protecting yeah. him I know, I'm so, so hard. Such, and he, he was one of the first male actors to go. Unless everyone is paid the same, yeah. I'm not signing on to your phone. So I don't. I think we. I'm. I'm back on. I'm fine. I, I feel you, but I. I had the same problem. I think he's white and male and British and, and he, aristocratic. For about two and a half something. years, he was in fucking everything. Like no other actor existed. Yeah, it's like going back and rewatching Doctor Strange. He was a fine Doctor Strange, and I'm not mad about it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. still mad about Khan. But yeah, that's yeah. a different podcast. Yeah, and it's like he's absolutely fine in the movie Doctor Strange, but I like him so much more in Ragnarok. In Ragnarok. Okay, so once again, in Infinity War. Once yeah. again, they're fine in their own films, but these characters shine when they're together. Right. And it's like we when talked about this on Bam Pow. Like they don't seem to understand that they do better when they're domestic yeah. and when they're together and when they're friends. Yeah. Or like we're, we 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 just finished this, the second season mm-hmm. of Luke Cage on Bam Pow, mm-hmm. and about how when it's just Luke, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But when he has a team around him, it's better. so much better. The episode where he runs around with Danny, or even the episode where he briefly teams up with Bushmaster. Yeah. You know, those are all great. So, stellar. Yeah. So much better super hot too oh yeah anyway teams always teams always yeah. teams brie larson great casting yeah. because of her work advocating for women that yeah. she did mm-hmm. way before she did this film and i mean if you guys ever get the chance to watch short term 12 mm-hmm. uh, i think it's on Netflix. oh it's so good it's so good and it's it's a gut punch it's a hard movie to watch um as well as room you know i was gonna say she was in room which she we was, never saw together um, we couldn't get it up yeah, which is I think I watched that on a plane, which is a huge mistake. mistake. Yeah, I, I had I I got the audiobook um from Audible and I keep meaning yeah. to read it, but I keep looking at it and going, mm, not today. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not you today. Have to, you have to I think be in the right mindset for if something anything, like that. If anything, watch Scott Pilgrim and watch her perform Black Sheep. Yes. Anyway, anyway, anything pen. else from the bullpen? Um you know, we could vaguely talk about two all more of hours these. of Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel. But there there's I'm just going to skip it because we've been like for 20 minutes. So <laughs> edit this out. The only bullpen thing that matters is Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> um, so this month, uh, we read volume one of the webcomic <laughs> collection Check, Please. I uh, mean, goes Yukazu. Um, former figure skating champion Eric Biddle navigates freshman year at Samwell University. He joins a hockey team, bakes up a storm, takes his first check on the ice, and makes a bunch of friends along the way. And dare I say, finds himself crushing on the team captain <gasps> with a complicated past. Gasp. Y'all, I'm <laughs> incandescently happy that we <laughs> fucking read this. Finally. I was so nervous about introducing it because it is so many boys. There are so many boys. And I was like, Jackie and Shelby are not going to like it because there are so many dicks. And the thing is, is I don't have a problem with, with so many boys necessarily. But I will say, taking half of an entire book to introduce the one woman in it 
didn't feel great not great no um it's fair but also i don't know like you have to recognize that not everything has to be all women all the time well and also it's this is dumb but it's a male hockey team it is no i i didn't even have a i mean as soon as she said that to me so okay so we ran into each other we took the same train home we from work jackie and i and she um, was at the back and i was at the front <laughs> and we didn't see each other on the train because nope. trains are big i uh <laughs> creeped on her yeah. after we got up to the yeah. The non-platform yeah. platform. And then we started talking about this like we weren't supposed to because um, <laughs> we tried to keep our Save it for the podcast. For um, and she was like, oh, I really thought maybe you wouldn't like it because there was no, no, you know, no women in it. And I was like, I didn't notice. And so I felt. <laughs> yes. Bad. No. Kinda. Like, I think that just means it's really good characters. Like, my feminist self was like, oh, I didn't notice. Oh. I mean, I noticed, but it wasn't like. It's not like it's something that, like, is going to stop me from enjoying it. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was one of those things where it's, like, it's kind of his vlog. Yeah. And it, so it's very minimally about, it's, like, about his life, but you know, there's so little that we see yeah. mm-hmm. beyond and that was the like, hockey and, yeah, like, his blog or vlog or whatever. I, I think what threw me a little bit was that you don't see him actually doing anything collegiate. Like it's just <laughs> that's actually a running joke throughout the rest. Of it. Like <laughs> he doesn't actually do he, homework. He never does his homework, yeah. and Jack is like mad about it because he does. And I mean, he just bakes. I want to be pies. very clear on, on the outside of this. I actually thought this was a super fucking cute comic. Yes. Um, like the most adorable. Like, so little, cute. Like, I read like the first like I don't know like three panels, and I was like, this is. When he, when the, when no, the this, very first episode ends and he's like, they did felonious things to my pie. Yes. Like, oh no, I'm in love. Yeah, yeah, like just full on like obsessed when he was like, and I baked them a pie. And yeah, like, they like and then it. the second one where he's like, bitch, you did not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid is obviously like an angel and like a gift to the gods from to this to this like little uh, regional hockey team. And no, and he's he's so sweet and these guys are so good to him and it's like good team building stuff. But it's also very like I felt like I was missing like half the story sometimes because I felt like we would be jumping in and out of mm. like things that I like the story seemed to imply were happening that I didn't understand that it happened um which felt a little weird to me like like I would like like this was like half of the comic or something like that well the problem is is it started as a web comic and mm. then the way that Ngozi like artists and writes mm. is she just goes full bore into something yeah and so she there's so much going on inside of her and she can't get it all out in an episode so she ended up having a twitter feed where she would like i want to tell this joke but it doesn't fit in with this comic so i'm gonna tell this joke on twitter right and then there's also this thing where there's like notes on a comic and mm-hmm. so after every comic or every other comic it was like notes on and then it was like a bunch of information about what happened mm-hmm. in the episode and these tiny mini comics mm-hmm. about like side stories and well, so and some information comes from that in a nutshell yeah. is like the alt text you know yep. you hover over and it tells you a story mm-hmm. and so like i understand that like as it's a tough to read comic, in a book yeah it is yeah absolutely well i made the mistake of i loaned you the year one of the kickstarter book mm-hmm. and i should have given you the actual printed book because it's the same basic stories, mm-hmm. but it has a lot of comics in the back that kind of fill shit in. Mm-hmm. And then, like, her Twitter feed's in the back as well. Oh, yeah. Hockey shit with Ransom and Holster. Hockey shit with yeah. Ransom no, and Holster. That was at the end of, this, of that as well. And those yeah. guys were fun. And, you know, it was it was kind of cool because, you know, I think in the background for the last couple of years, I've known that this comic has existed. And I know you guys have liked it. And I'm like, oh, it's your, your guys. It's just me. It's just me. You know, gay hockey thing. Like, just it's me. fine. Um, 
and but to see like this entire year one, like it wasn't even until halfway through the run of the comic that he even mentions that he's gay, mm-hmm. um, because the important thing was he was concerned about fitting in. He was mm-hmm. concerned about taking a, a hit in yeah. hockey. There were so many things that were way more important than anything about his sexuality. And even though I think. Even, again, through tangential whatever, I know that he and Jack end up together and all this sort of thing. But even after year one, it's like, that's barely even on the radar. That mm-hmm. doesn't even matter. What's important is he has Jack's respect. And, yeah. and they work well together. And I really liked know, the slow burn. But I yeah. will say that, like, I wanted that. I mean, I want to make out. <laughs> <laughs> there's, actually, you know? there's actually a post on Tumblr that cycles around where it's like, I love 200 page slow burn yeah. fic. And then like three pages in and there's like a dude from a show holding a gun at someone saying, now just press yeah. your faces against <laughs> like, like, That's all I need. And, yeah. like, I just, Can you just make out? It's like part of me, like, I love the slow burn because I like the build up yeah. and I like And it knowing, means a little more. And, and it means like, more and I like them getting to know each other and I like that whole right. situation. But also like just push your but, faces like, against but I'm like, come on, just do it. Well, like, no joke, the end of year one is really tough because, like, you can tell that Eric is finally kind of comfy around Jack, mm-hmm. which has been really tough because Jack is not great at first impressions. Right. And, or like, people. Or people. <laughs> or things, really. And he only seems to really get along with Shitty, and I think it's because Shitty's like, no, we're friends now. Mm. Like, he just decided one day. And so that last couple of panels where Eric is, like, coquettishly leaning against the mm. wall like flirting with jack he's wearing his, his little short shorts his little short shorts in his tank top and like making fun of him and like eat more protein and mm. i'm like oh my god just like get married <laughs> i love everything i know please make out please, please just make out yeah i accidentally read the whole volume one both of these kids are super cheater shelby and they both read sophomore year well i just didn't uh, i, I didn't also realize. read year three <laughs> damn it but fair i i want to i just stopped myself because i thought we were supposed to read both years for some reason i feel like you don't even read my messages i don't <laughs> oh, and I it do. was very kind like because i've been drowning at work like full-on ridiculous amounts of work and um and so I was like, can someone just summarize? And so she sent me a very nice summary. And I still <laughs> managed to read the wrong thing. So that's on me. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I knew I was only supposed to year re- okay, read year one. I, I, I just no, assumed year one meant volume one for well, some reason. Yeah, so and you just- got the year one book from Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. She bought the actual book that Ngozi just came mm-hmm. out with. And so she has one, two extras and then the twitter feed and then i'm baking for our like hangouts or something and it's like friday night and i'm prepping shit or sunday night or something and like this motherfucker i literally said stop at sophomore year and then she gets all the way in makes a little squeaky noise and then like looks at me and then like dives in and i was like god damn it, it and then just- i went and got my laptop so i could read the next one <laughs> they're so cute they're no, so I, I, cute. I really appreciate as a person that has enjoyed hockey in my time you know she clearly knows her shit about hockey so this came let me tell you a backstory this came about because her grad thesis was she wrote a play about a closeted hockey star at college who fell in love with his best friend and it's like dark and Mm. sad and tortured and whatever but she's the kind of person where she just goes full tilt into a thing so she like read books about hockey and interviewed Mm. hockey players and interviewed their roommates and their girlfriends Mm. and their roommates girlfriends about like what it's like to be around hockey players and there's a really thick culture around Mm -hmm. hockey they talk differently they use different words the way in which they share stuff sellies like he talks about like there's the one where he gets the goal and 
there's that panel where he's like, and for some reason, everybody hugged because that's what you do in hockey. And it was great. <laughs> and like, you can just tell she really loves this mm-hmm. sport. And so when she finished her thesis and like graduated, she was like, I have all this random hockey knowledge. What am I going to do with yeah. it? And her, her play was so sad. She was like, I just want something like light and cute mm-hmm. that I can like put all this into. And so she actually just made this web comic and like the, the frogs that come in partway through where he like gives them a tour. Yeah, it's clearly set up for California, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 So Ch- Chris Chow, the, the Asian kid with the shark sweater, mm-hmm. he's actually a friend of hers named Christopher <laughs> Chow. And like, she just pulls people and like things from her life. So, like, I'll be honest, I was really excited to see that he was. I did too. Stuff. I was like, oh my god, that's a shark jacket! Because he's well, from San Jose. He's from yeah. San Jose, and also he's like the sweetest, most pure person in this <laughs> entire. Like you think Biddy's great, but Biddy has a dark side. There's a moment where a thing happens, and Biddy doesn't like this person, but no one knows that they shouldn't like this person, and people are talking about this person, mm. and Biddy, while angrily peeling potatoes, goes, "Oh." bless his heart in that like southern way which means i wish they would go to hell <laughs> anyway it's well, great and this is where it came not from. to name drop but monica and i <laughs> went to a book signing with Nagosi, and no, i got what? her we got her to sign our books oh. and she told this great story about writing this thesis and how dark and sad it was and that when she it was either her or a friend of hers who had roommates who were very southern mm-hmm. and baked a lot and so that was sort of what led to the idea of what if we had somebody who was that who was super sweet mm-hmm. and southern and baked mm-hmm. a lot and then got dumped in this very uber masculine yeah. world of mm-hmm. hockey and how that would come out she wanted to kind of break down that part of it because she she likes hockey but she doesn't like that part mm-hmm. and she likes the sport but she wishes it wasn't that way and so that's why it, they live in this house and it seems like there's just chock full of these jocks. But Shitty is the wokest kid in the history of time. And Ransom and Holster are basically in heterosexual, like like non-sexual, like romantic partnership love with each other. And Jack is cool and he's chill with anything. He just wants you to be good at hockey. And it was just like she wanted to show that there's different ways you can mm-hmm. be male and mm-hmm. in a sport and it doesn't have to be this thing that's really detrimental mm-hmm. to you and others well and that's what i really appreciated about it in general was that he was this sweet southern boy who baked and mm-hmm. they didn't give him shit for it no yeah. like it yeah. literally was just like oh wow how do you have time to make cocoa yeah. and like you know like shit like that where they, like, they, and they love his pies yeah. they're super excited about them all the yeah. time and like when he first visits the house and he finds betsy and he's so excited because it's like a real oven that he could like use and a pie appears out of nowhere and everyone's like oh shit a pie and they're confused but like nobody's mean to him about it well, right? i mean he's like he's like he's gonna put curtains in the kitchen and he's gonna do like yeah. whatever and no one he doesn't get made fun of he doesn't you know and he felt comfortable to yeah. be himself in that way too which yeah. was pretty cool yeah um you know I mean well, I really liked his coming out story too with shitty where he's like really nervous and he has like note cards and she's like do you have note cards right now like it's just really cute and she goes oh that's cool thanks for including me in this moment because he picked the school for a reason they talk a lot about in like the notes and fan fiction and stuff that you know Samuel one in it's Samuel one in four is like the joke and it's one in four people who go to Samuel are queer and like Eric heard that he could have gone in state in Georgia, but he lives in fucking Georgia and his parents are religious and his dad is a football coach and he's just like, I cannot. (laughs) And he chose the school for a reason. Yeah, it really struck me how he refers to his mom as mama. But when he refers to his dad, he refers to him as coach. And I was like, oof, that is some Midwest Southern shit right there. Yeah, it's rough. There's a backstory. They were he did peewee football for a second coach coached it he got hit once crumpled 
and Mama Biddle carried him off the field and he never played football again. And um, he got locked in a locker in middle school by some football kids. And um, he was there overnight and it was really scary for everyone. And um, coach got a job in a different district. Like he's a good dad. And most of the fandom likes to believe that like the worst way that Eric thinks this is going to go is not how it's going to go. And I'm like, cross my fingers hoping mm. for that, but right. you just never know. Mm. Yeah. That eventually when, yeah, when, when Biddy gets up the nerf to come out to his folks that his dad will at the very least be silent about it. I read a really great fic where like he and Mama Biddle have known this whole time. Like it's Aww. it's not a secret, Eric. Like, you know, and they're gonna make assumptions, especially in Georgia, and they just keep waiting for him to tell them and he just never does. And the story is from their point of view and it's just kind of sad where they're like we're just waiting for you to be like chill about it and like his dad has a whole speech like prepared and it just never happens and it keeps never happening and like anyway i love it so much do you have favorite characters shitty's my favorite he would be it's the flow and he never wears clothes (laughs) the mustache it's the mustache Oh man, probably I I love Jack so much because he's so awkward. He's so awkward. I think he might be the hardest character to like in the first volume, though. It's true. He mm-hmm. gets better in the second. No, I, I mean it's very Mister Darcy. Yeah, and it's just like you almost can't oh, like dang. him in the first in the first <laughs> it volume is. because no. he's set up to be this tragic character severe and he has a backstory and that one where it's like his backstory i mean you know me like i'm all in on jack yeah like Like, you can't i mean the funny thing is she hadn't ever read pride and prejudice until like a month ago and then she was live she was live tweeting you no negozi oh Oh, jesus sorry jackie is don't slander her character (laughs) i I like that one it's like episode four or five like you still really fresh in it where it tells like jack's backstory Mm. where we get it but biddy doesn't get it and what i will say is um the difference in the art for that was was incredible yeah oh the story of the the tragic prince the tragic prince and that last that last i want a poster of that (laughs) last frame and it's like until this little shit came along yeah ah i love it i laughed out loud so good um i was like baking in the kitchen and every time she googled i like scrambled around the corner i was like what yeah tell me tell me i know they're funny it was really really good no i i um i only finished this two days ago and i had to still read witch boy but if i hadn't i think i would have just gone online and finished well the art is so good it is and it's like it's usually when i read a webcomic my favorite thing to say is like, oh, I love seeing the progression of but how shitty it out. was Pretty and how strong. good it is now. And the art was, is really consistent and it's been good yeah. since the beginning. I'm in I'm in year four mm-hmm. because she's been posting. And so like going back to year one, I was like, oh, I see. Because yeah. the first one's like black and white yeah. and it's a little rough. But even like halfway through year mm-hmm. one, she's got it. Yeah. Everybody's sharp and everyone's built. And my other favorite thing is she's such a great writer and she really fleshes out these characters pretty instantly. And you know who they are with a couple of sentences. And I like how everybody gets to be funny. Everyone gets little mm-hmm. jokes. I like that there's like cursing the way that I think college kids would mm-hmm. curse. And every time she introduces someone new, like the whole fandom just embraces them. Like there's mm-hmm. a new set of babe be freshmen they're called waffles now don't ask 
and like they're just great and they're all so different and I think that's so hard and we talked about this with Saga where Fiona Staples really puts a lot of thought into mm-hmm. character design and I feel like Ngozi does as well you can tell these kids apart mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. just like because they're all different colors and there's some diversity it's literally like they look different mm-hmm. yeah somebody at the signing asked a really interesting question which was uh, I've never seen somebody draw different characters who all have different eyebrows yeah. that normally artists will draw the same eyebrows yeah. over and over again and i had to go and like take the book out and look at it and i'm like shit yeah everybody yeah. has different eyebrows it's just really it's really nice she's great at faces and she's great i love her like reaction stuff like she gets them to emote even though it's 2d art like mm-hmm. when shitty jumps on lardo and lardo's eyes get all like sideways and big and <laughs> you can just imagine that like happening i don't know that's so good. Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. Anyway, everyone should read it because it's my favorite. It's, it's we beautiful. Have, and it only gets cuter. Any FYI. doubts that I may have had are gone. Yes. They're gone. Completely I'm gone. I'm so happy. I was I was worried. I wasn't going to be like mad because I'm trying to be better about, you know, you don't have to like everything. like. But like, I'm really happy. It's really good. I told no, you you didn't have to be worried. They were going to like it. But do you know what time it is now? Oh, Woo! no! It's time for Game Bangers. Woo-hoo! It's about fucking time. It's midnight, yo. Oh, God, it is midnight. I am oh, God. faded, guys. Look, it's no, going to be Jackie, a short you're gonna hour, win this, maybe you're gonna two win this hour round. game. Because I am also pretty tired. No, All right. get it together. I just have to get up at five in the morning. It's so did I. Second wind. It's going to be great. So, BS has two wins. Monica has one. Jackie, you are competitive. Woo! <laughs> So this month we're like playing last a game. Time I, I almost won, I think. No, you've been you've been so close. You've been getting better every game. Yeah, that's we're so, so proud of you. better. Most it's improved. Most improved. Most improved Most over improved. here. Uh, so this month we're playing a game called Name Smash. Oh god. Or before and after. Like there's many names for this stupid game. Uh, but I'm gonna read a clue and you'll have to identify both things. Could oh be god. An actor, characters, places, names of movies, whatever I felt like. I'm but I have smashed together to create a single unit. I'll be honest, I got a little punchy towards the end of the afternoon <laughs> today at work. So it's going to be a I bit just ridiculous. just imagine Shelby cackling at her desk and everyone be like, oh, God. Literally that. My boss was in Lake Tahoe today, so it didn't matter. Are off. Didn't, didn't matter. matter. Didn't matter. All right. So f- it's a free for all. So first to 10 points l- wins. It's going to be like the answers are going to be Tomb Raiders of the Lost Ark. That sort of thing. So that's I what you're looking for. I fucking love this. And this is based off of a tweet that I saw like two weeks ago from Brie Larson. So... Uh, the first one's kind of a gimme. Um, are we shouting it out? Do we take? You are turns? shouting it out. Oh, Jesus. No shout, such shout, thing shout. As oh God, turns. I'm gonna fucking die. All right, let me make a score sheet. You didn't come prepared. Look, here it is. Yeah. Get your shit together, Norris. How dare you? Um, we used to play this game on Twitter a mm-hmm. thousand years ago. It was the movie game. It was the movie game. Yeah. Die Hard Candy. Die Hard Candy. Ah, beautiful. The Lion King speech. All right, first to ten, or until we run out of clues. Clue number one, this community actress wrestles her demons both in an all-ladies league and among the Cree and the stars. Allison Brie Larson. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, you're going to suck at this. <laughs> that one was a gimme. That was a gimme. All right. One of the first men in space looks dapper in his puppy fur coat. <laughs> first men in space. Hang on. Hang on. It's like a Cruella DeVille thing, right? But I don't know the other half of it. <laughs> okay, so who was in space? Um, it's that guy who punched... Oh, Lance Armstrong or something. Lance Armstrong did not. Oh, did that go to space? Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. So, what's the clue? <laughs> One of the first men in space looks dapper 
and his puppy fur Dalmatian coat. So, yeah, it's definitely... It was Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong and Cruella DeVille. How do we make this work? Are we overthinking this? No, I mean, you're on the right track, but, Buzz, you, but none of the things that you're saying are correct. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Well, never mind. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Um, 101 Space Odyssey. <laughs> was it Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong in the all new right, movie? No, okay, this no, is all wrong. All right. uh, John Glenn Close. Oh! oh, we're looking for fucking, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Actor names. It can well, be. Well, no, John Glenn was an astronaut. Yeah. But Glenn Close played Glenn. John yeah. Glenn was the third guy. It was yeah. Buzz Aldrin, yeah. John Glenn, and Neil Armstrong. All right. Look, I was real close. No, you guys are doing great. Um, you'll real get, close You'll get it more close. as we go on. Next. <laughs> uh, this actor plays Captain America and is also the leader of a robot revolution inside of Westworld. Yeah, I don't watch Westworld. Oh, Chris Evans, Rachel Wood. That's right. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> Though technically it should be Evan, but whatever. Let's fine. not get pedantic. I right. mean, we're always pedantic. <laughs> True. Um, Shelby gets one half of a point. <laughs> not even a 16th. Writer of such gems as Captain Marvel and Pretty Deadly, she also appeared opposite Amy Poehler for seven seasons of Parks and Recreation. Oh no! Oh my God! What the fuck? Oh! Oh! No! Hang on. All I can think is Anne Perkins. Anne <laughs> <Katie laughs> Perkins, writer of such gems as Captain Marvel and Pretty Deadly, we Kelly Sue DeConnick, yeah, and someone in Parks and Rec, Anne Perkins. That's Kelly Sue Ann Perkins <laughs> doesn't connect. No, it's got to be either <laughs> Sue something or DeConnick something so it's got to be sue it's not no <laughs> oh um no she was on the office not uh all right it's done kelly sue DeCon nick offerman all <laughs> oh, <laughs> right okay shit. i don't okay. think that counts oh god no it was a good one for me <laughs> all right iron man himself was also a hall of fame linebacker for the san diego chargers Monica. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Say Al. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's definitely that's my one gimme point. That was your gimme, yeah. All right. This black label scotch also wears a cowboy hat as law enforcement in the Lone Star State. <laughs> oh my God. Is it Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker, Texas Ranger? It is. Oh my god, fucking ridiculous. Oh shit. Johnny Walker, Texas Ranger. No. Last week tonight, hosted by the British politician who sends a who sends Charles first. John Oliver Cromwell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I had such a good time. (laughs) Uh, He would be so mad. This bionic-armed badass, daughter of the dragon, famously slew dragons with King Arthur. Missy Knights of the Round Table! Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I got the first half. I always get the first half. I never know. I'm like, can't get the second half. If I didn't get the King Arthur one, I'd just throw myself into mm. the sun. Yep. Composer of all the best contemporary movie scores and maker of the most expensive gifts on your wedding registry. Oh, uh, John Williams Sonoma. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I got the John Williams. I was thinking, I was and thinking. I kept thinking Kate Spade for some reason. <laughs> and I was like, 
Fox. Tiffany. Tiffany. John Williams, Tiffany. John Williams, Kate Spade. No. Hang on. <laughs> Queen of Soul and President of the United States. Aretha Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> so fast. Correct. <laughs> That's my second favorite president. Uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman and principal of Springfield Elementary. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't remember the oh. principal's name. Oh, Fuck. my God. Um, I can't get his last name. It's Jane Seymour... Butts. Nope. nope. <laughs> Jane Seymour. Jane. I didn't watch The Simpsons. Uh, I didn't watch it much. Uh, Jane Seymour Chalmers. Nope. That's Superintendent Chalmers. God damn it. <laughs> Get it together. You're a disappointment. I don't, I don't remember. I don't. It was Jane Seymour Skinner. Skinner. Oh. Skinner. All right. Not only has this person mastered the art of French cooking, they have starred in two successful TV shows, a Star Wars movie, and is currently on their farewell rap tour. Oh, oh, oh Julia Childish Gambino! I'm going to give you both a point for that. <laughs> I fucking knew it was Childish Gambino. I knew it was Julia Childs, and I didn't know Julia Childish Gambino. <laughs> this Harry Potter author is still killing it on tour over 50 years after their hit Satisfaction dominated... J.K. Rowling Stones! <laughs> What the fuck is happening right now? Um, You're the devil. This is the best day of my life today. Alan Rickman made Emma Thompson cry in Love Actually by giving her a CD of music by this songwriter, my brother. Oh, oh my God. No, it's not Tori Amos. It's the no, other it's one. No, it's the other um, one. The sad one. Tori Amos is sad too. Um, Alan Rickman. Oh, wait. Say it again. The first half. Um, Alan Rickman made Emma Thompson cry in Love Actually by giving her a CD of music by this songwriter, My Brother. I have no idea what the first half is. So. It's that something. What's it's the it's, last half? It's a blue cover. Something Mitchell. Sitting. Joni Mitchell. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Mitchell Norris. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. I should get half a point. <laughs> that was it. That was Mitchell like Norris half a gimme. Easy one. All right. And the problem is, I'm so visual that I literally see the scene and I can see I the, can the, see CD, the CD, CD cover, yeah. and I'm like, oh. and I can hear the song. <sighs> All right. The Godfather of Soul and big fan of Firefly. James Brown coats. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Oh god. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Lawyer by day. Oh god. Meth chemist by night. Hulk is needed. Oh my god. What the fuck is She Hulk's name? Um Jennifer Walters White. <laughs> Damn it. God, I just got to Walter White. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, the indomitable Aaron's son and king of Wakanda. Oh shit! Um, is played by what the fuck is his name? It's so weird. What's Aaron's son's name? I'm very disappointed in you. Yeah, this it's is you, Claudia but... Black Panther. Oh, so oh, I, I trying... meant like Chadwick I was, Boseman. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to connect Chadwick Boseman. No, that's fair, but anyway, <laughs> he doesn't care. I was going for like Sun King. <laughs> different like, kind of game. Different was, kind of game. Like Louis the Fifteenth. This was a big. This was a big giggle for me. Uh, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer judge a group of models as they try to become American fighter pilots. Oh my God! Um, America's Next Top Gun model. 
make next Top that's Gun. That's not movie. how this game works, but I'll take America's the point. America's Next Top Gun. I mean, I'll oh. take it. All right. Um. Oh God, she's giggling. <clears throat> also, you're supposed to do it in the order. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's um. Fine. The dulcet tones of Abba as spat by the Sri Lankan rapper. Sri Lankan? Sure. Who's a Sri Lankan rapper? The um. Bing Bing. Oh. Um. <gasps> I I have no idea. I only got the first half. With the the change machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's called. What's the first half? Airplane. <laughs> Jefferson airplane. No. Good no. God. The answer is Mama M I A. Oh M I A. I knew it was Mama Mia, but like I had no idea what the this, rapper's name was. This is not how the game works. <laughs> the game works, however I say it works. <laughs> she's drunk with power. I am. Edwine. She, unlimited <laughs> power. Uh, she's been a PI, a resident of the bad place, and singer of this 1990 banger, Poison. <gasps> Kristen Bell Bib DeVoe. Oh man. <laughs> how do you even know that one? Bell Bib DeVoe? Yes. Oh, I know they sang poison. 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 I can barely even. All right. Anyway, Monica and B are tied at seven. Oh, shit. Jackie has three. Woo. All right. We've Jackie been on great. 51st Ooh. dates with our favorite iteration of Spider Woman. Ah, Jessica Drew Barrymore. Yes, Boom. There we go. I was like, there's no way she picked Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no she's laughing again Jean Grey is tired of cold New York winters and has taken up residence going ballistic in the Grand Canyon state what <laughs> say that again <laughs> Jean Grey is tired of the cold New York winters and has taken up residence going ballistic in the Grand Canyon state what's that girl's name Jean Grey oh, Famaka Jensen oh, the other one the new one oh, Sophie Sansa? Turney so Sophie, Sophie Turner, Turner. It has nothing to do with Sophie Turner. Oh. Sophie Turner and Hooch. Fanca <laughs> Jimson, Arizona. Nailed it. <laughs> I got I got nothing. Femica. It's Famke. Famke Jansen. Famke Jansen. Famke Jansen. Lazarus. As it's Dark Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, going. Oh, going. Oh. Because I watched that trailer and I'm like, didn't we see this movie once before? Yeah, yes. it was. It's fine. Okay. Not, yeah, it's fine. We're not gonna. Captain America's right hand man in the air also contributed lead vocals to the pop sensation "Hold On" for one more what day. Oh, Sam Wilson Hart? No, Sam Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. I'm upset too. <laughs> Anybody else? I can't get. The, I don't know what the music one is. <laughs> Sam. I don't know. I Wilson. don't. It's Sam Wilson, and then the band has Wilson in the title. Wilson Phillips. Thank you. Sam Wilson Phillips. I said it the whole thing. I get that point. You disrespected <gasps> Wilson Phillips. This is some bullshit. I'll give you half a point. Thank you. For one more day. <laughs> Gotham's Batwoman's only weakness is her stupid god-beloved brother, so she killed him. What? Oh, oh my god! Oh, 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 Cain and Abel! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You should have got that Bible girl. No, and it was, isn't it? The, it wasn't supposed Kate, to be Kate, Kate, Kate and Abel. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's what she said. Yeah, that's fine. Reasonably. I, you know I get them mixed up. It's true. There's too many Canes. They're, Cass and Kate, Kane? They need to You're stop this. You're killing me. Stop it. The only difference is like the letter? The get out of here. It's ridiculous. All right. 
This boring field leader of the X-Men begs his teammates to tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get it. But <laughs> <laughs> One more time. So it's um this boring field leader of the X-Men. Scott fucking Cyclops. Scott Summer. Begs Summer Lovin. Scott Summer Lovin. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> See, I have been a really You're big assist. So good. Is all I'm saying. You got the assist. We're gonna have a celly later. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last clue. And this is for B. If you don't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Um, Gotham's first Robin murdered six people in New York City in the summer of 1976, claiming he received orders from a demon-possessed dog. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, Dick Grayson of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. You're was, the worst. I was trying to figure out how to work fucking Berkowitz in there. <laughs> <laughs> So with a score of ten and a half to eight to four, <laughs> Monica has tied B ow, ow. for the lead of Game Banger Season Four. I'ma get that second trophy. I'ma get that second trophy. Listeners, we welcome any and all commentary. So if you'd like to ask us a question, send it a note, or just need a safe space to talk this week, please drop us a line at getinterrupted at gmail.com. You can give us a follow at Twitter at getinterrupted, find and review us on iTunes, or check us out on the mothership at otlg.com, where you can listen to us and many other fine audio diversions. Many thanks to the Y-Axis for our intro and outro music, and Amy Watkins and Suze McNally uh, for all the art you see on our social media. If you're looking for ways to support us, please consider visiting our Patreon page. That's all for us this month. Thanks for listening. And remember, we have sounds. No! So many. So many. All right. Four seconds of silence or we just go right into it. Go for your con. I Whatever. mean, you're a natural. Someone else has to like prep. I will murder It's you. only because I write a script. Also, I don't know that we're capable of four seconds of silence. It's too many seconds. It's a lot of silence. Maybe three and a half seconds too long. Two. Two seconds. Yeah. Just a really long one count. All right. And... Are you going to say go or should I just go? (laughs) Oh my god! You're the worst! We're all of us trolls. You're the worst! (laughs) Just fucking go! She gets grumpy when she's sleepy. Many thanks to the Y-axis for our intro and axis meet. Just start with many thanks. I will. If you're looking for ways to support us, please consider beat. If you're looking for... Look. Join us month month. Like... Join us next month as we read something. Probably. I trust that you can edit that into something 